not everyone is going to find corporate Natalie funny. There are so many people that have no idea what corporate America is like, like wouldn't get the joke at all. There is a ton of people that just wouldn't find my vocal intentions. It's like, that's fine. It's like with dating, it's like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I don't know. I'm just like, that's been so liberating knowing it's like not everyone's going to like you. And that's totally okay. All right, Natalie, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. We're going to intro it just so everyone who doesn't know you can get to know you a little when you're at a party, someone asks you what you do, what do you say? I say four things because I can't be concise with anything. I say cre- creator, content creator, which I used to be a little like bashful or shy about initially, but now I am proud of it and have grown to grown to love that. As a content creator, advisor, I advise early stage companies, consultant. I do a lot of consulting work with other creators and influencers trying to build their brands and entrepreneur founder. I founded a company late last year with my roommate um, that pairs virtual assistants with creators and influencers looking to grow their business. So those four things. And then at that point, the person I'm talking to holding their beard, I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm done. I don't need no further question. So yeah, that's Um, So tell us a little bit about how you got there. I mean, you were working a corporate job during COVID. You started this TikTok and... What's happened since? Yes. Well, I think I've learned that growing a following is something that a lot of brands and early stage companies want to do. So while I'm excited about the content creation and follower growth for myself, my like ultimate goal is to help companies do it and apply it to other creators and see if the processes I've built can apply to other settings. So I, I've grown up in Silicon Valley, always been super like around startups, entrepreneurial. So the advising side of it, comes from just like this passion for startups and founders and that kind of culture. So I think with growing a following, I immediately was like, you know, one, how do I build a business for myself out of it? Of course, like monetize all that stuff. Like I'm super corporate at my core, like salesperson at heart. You live up to the name. It's good. And corporate yeah, Natalie. That's that, of course. And then also how can I, you know, advise others and become more of that kind of thought leader in the space and see if it's something that can apply elsewhere. Yeah. So I want to know though, like, how was it? So you you post this video on TikTok. I think it was like your your realistic day in a life that kind of blew up during COVID. Did you expect for what has happened now to ensue? I mean, what has it been like? No, of course not. It's like everywhere, every time I'm at like some event party, like in LA, do I was at the Golden Globes. I have no idea why. Like, must have been a mistake somewhere. Casual, like super casual. Like, anytime I'm doing these things, I'm like, well, I was just sitting at my work from home desk with the back of my chair hitting my bed, and like, you know, miserable during COVID. Like so many of us. And then I just kind of took it and ran with it. I think with like content creation and virality and all that stuff, it's like if you do it, you can't just do one video, right? And you'll be like famous or whatever. It's like you have to stick with it, and you'll fail, and you'll keep failing, but. I think I just sort of, I like caught the bug almost of content creating. I like downloaded TikTok. I was like, I want to, I want to create on this app. And I did. And it was, it was fun. Okay. So the point of the show is everyone's dying to know what corporate Natalie's best piece of advice she's ever gotten is. Yes. Best piece of advice. And people say this all the time, but like work smarter, not harder. I think especially when you're early in your career, you're so focused on like, I want to be online and active 
24-7. My, my status on Slack needs to be green. On the weekends, everyone's watching me. I want to work the hardest, be the last one in the office. Like I was just working so hard so many hours and it sort of gets to a point of for what? You're not even productive at your you know hundredth hour of the week. Um, and I think when I got that advice, it was like I learned how to outsource things that aren't my core competencies. I think like now with building a business, things that, of course, corporate Natalie is like my face and it's so tied to that. And I need to be there to make the videos. I can't just have like a sub in for like a couple of videos. People wouldn't wouldn't follow that. It wouldn't make mm-hmm. sense. I've learned to like outsource the editing, outsource the posting, the DMs, like things that don't need to be me to make my life better and m- allow me to be smarter and having more time to create and stuff like that. So I think it's applied in my corporate life and now my content life in a lot of ways. I love that. I think that's something everyone could learn a lot about. I think a lot of people have control issues and they want to control everything, but you only have so many hours in a day and Especially it's, it's not productive. Yeah. To all the content creators out there, it's like you think you have to do it all, but you don't. And that's what my, like the business I built is trying to do is to help with the like administrative burden. Like you don't need to be responding to all the emails. You don't need to be, you know, it's like you need, you're there to create and do that. I think that can apply to a lot of areas of life. I love that. Do you have a best piece of advice that you've gotten in your personal or romantic or relationship world that you've always remembered? I think just like something that I've become more comfortable with is just like being myself. And I think every, especially like women, it's like you put on this kind of like show or like you're trying you're try to act like whether it's more ladylike or more like I want to be likable in this setting. And I think there's, of course, like be respectful and, you know, be kind to others around you. But I've learned and I think like advice I got was just to like be myself from you get that advice at all, at all times from from every social media outlet anywhere. But I think I've learned in applying that now that I'm just a better, more confident, more like comfortable with myself person. And yeah, whether it's like romantically or with friends or with like on meetings or in podcasts, it's like you can only put on such a show. It's like if you just lean into the person you are, people will will love that. I think that's beautiful. Um, are you, I guess the next question is to flip this and say, what advice would you give to someone who's where you were, let's say now, I guess, three years ago, who's looking to start a TikTok, start a side hustle, do something they haven't done before? What would you tell them? Um, I would say a couple things. I think primarily lead with being a content creator. This is specifically to like people wanting to grow a following on social media, let's say. Lead with wanting to create content, be a content creator, and then an influencer second. I feel like offer first and then you can sell. I That's with business too. It's like you have to give to receive. I think a lot of people say like young kids, especially like I want to be an influencer. I want to be a YouTuber or whatever, which is awesome and like great. I think it starts to feel ingenuine when you aren't like creating to create. Like Corporate Natalie started out of like boredom. Like we're all sitting here in our offices. I'm like making these funny videos that I'm proud of and don't care if they get zero views. And I think there's a lot of pressure of like with like side hustle culture and all this stuff you want to, I got to be an influencer and monetize and do paid partnerships. It's like you can just be a content creator. And then kind of when it starts with that passion, the 
influencing or the business building or all these things will will come. So that would be my advice to anyone trying like at that stage of like I want to create content, let's say, or like I want to be an influencer, wherever it may be, would be to just create. I love that. I think that's really beautiful. You were also you talked about some of your best advice on a more personal level was to be yourself. And I'm just wondering, was there has there been a time you think that was most formative to you feeling comfortable being confident with yourself? Were you always like this? No. Oh, my gosh. I used to, like, edit my photos and, you know, just I would have never posted like a video on a social media platform with zero makeup. I don't really know how it happened or why it happened. And, like, perhaps it was kind of the COVID haze of, like, I just changed personalities entirely. But I just, like, you, I became confident and comfortable with that I think like for me it was like a lot of I still love putting makeup on and stuff but like posting without makeup was like a big step for me and I remember being like oh my god what is everything and no one cares like you're fine um and yeah I think I get asked about like how are you confident can you teach confidence I think it's really hard to teach for sure but it's like it starts with just like loving yourself like I love Corbin Natalie the brand I've built like I like I'm very proud of it. I don't ever, you know, I'm like I'm so thankful that it happened. And I think that's, you know, that helps. It's not like I'm I there's no part of it that I'm ashamed of or feel like I should be hiding. And I think that's important when you're you have a platform. It should be something that you it truly is you. Yeah. I love that. You said something that I think about a lot, which is that no one cares. Like no one actually cares as much no as you cares. think they do. Yep. <laughs> I have seen that so much in my own experience with social media. Do you have like more examples of that being true? Because I think that that is like a universal truth of the world that people just don't care as much as you think they do. Well, no one cares. It's like, and just like time moves on. Like if you make a video that's, people are worried to make a video that fails. Like on a platform like TikTok, it's fine. You make five more videos they forget about it you can delete it like I think you know of course if you're saying something offensive and you need to write your wrongs that's, that's yeah. a worry of course but like failure is something that we just as humans are so afraid of but social media you fail all the time so like just accepting that like I posted a video today I got not like, barely any views and I'm like whatever I kind of think it's funny maybe it'll spike later you know it's just like putting that kind of pride to the side and just realizing it's like no one's watching you. There's no one. I mean, there probably are people like monitoring my account, looking like fans, but that's fine. I mean, I'm if you want to watch the videos, do it. I don't know. It's just like something when you're creating for you, it's like whatever, you know, no yeah. one's watching. It's like when you're walking with your tray in the cafeteria and you're so scared in high school, all the seniors look at me. No, they're not. I was <laughs> not cute. They promised they weren't looking. <laughs> it's so true, though. I mean. Like we were, we were saying at the beginning of the interview, like, oh, I get so nervous posting anything about my private life or even just at the beginning. I think you just get nervous posting anything. You just want people to like it. You want that validation. And you just realize like the things that you focus on in your life, people just don't even think twice about. And I think it's a, there's a very similar commentary. You're talking about like as women, like being ourselves and especially the way we look, we just obsess over things that no one thinks about i i don't know if you've ever gotten like rude comments on your videos or 
I mean, they all are just hilarious to me and I just love them all. So I actually don't look through the comments, but have you had experiences with people being super critical? Oh, of course. Of course. I think like there's one side of like, there are some men who just hate women in comedy and that's totally fine. Like they just maybe don't follow me, but there's that side of like, you're not funny, which is fine. There's also like appearance stuff or my voice is super low and raspy. Like there are just things that people comment on or feel the need to comment on. And it's just like you move on for every, you know, 99 amazing affirmative comments. There's one bad one and that's, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. How do you move on from those? Do you have tips for everyone else getting those? Um, I mentioned it before, but just if you're leading with some like positivity, I think if you, there are a lot of creators who like I follow and secretly love, but like their platform is built to maybe rip on others or tear other people down or use humor and like kind of weaponize humor in a way. That's like, I, I think that's not, you know, while I'm making fun of general corporate stuff, like Bruce isn't a real person. I'm not like hurting anyone. <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah. as long as I know that, you know, I'm not hurting like an individual or like a certain demographic of people or, you know, any group of people in that way, personally, I feel confident that it's like, okay, I can take it from myself. That's fine. You don't think it's funny? That's great. And knowing that like not everyone is going to find corporate Natalie funny. There are so many people that have no idea what corporate America is like, like wouldn't get the joke at all. There is a ton of people that just wouldn't find my vocal intentions. It's like, that's fine. It's like with dating, it's like you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I don't know. I'm just like, that's been so liberating knowing it's like not everyone's going to like you and that's totally okay. I love that. I love that. I think that should be the rule of social media is no one cares. And also not everyone's going to like you. And that is okay. Go for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, no one would go viral or get big if they didn't put that aside and just like you did, decide to go for it. Totally. And any publicity is good publicity, right? A comment's a comment. Okay. (laughs) It's so true. Pushes the algorithm no matter what, whether it's good or bad. Bring them in. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Bring them in. I love it. Well, tell everyone, all the listeners, what is next for you? What projects could we be excited for? What's going on in your world? Yes. So I am working. I, I'm, I've been saying this recently on like podcasts and interviews because I just want to like make sure, hold myself accountable to do it. But I'm working on potentially writing a show. I kind of want to like work on more long form comedy um, in a way of applying like what I've learned in the short form style to like kind of a episodic series thing. Oh so, my gosh. How um, exciting. Long form content, YouTube videos, I don't know. But uh, something with like more of a plot. So working on writing, doing a little more writing like behind the scenes. And then um, just, you know, continue to follow the videos. I think there's a lot on the horizon. I'm doing a little more speaking. So if you're ever in the town where I'm at, I'm like doing kind of across the country some speaking Q&A style stuff, talking about brand building and um, content creation and all that stuff. So if you're around, want to meet in person, that's kind of a new side of the business we're doing. And then just keep chugging along. How exciting. You said you also have a company, you and your roommate have a company for virtual assistants. Virtual assistants. If you are a creator influencer who's like, I am so just overwhelmed by the burdens of like, emails or even posting across platforms, responding to DMs, comments, anything that you're like, it doesn't need to be me doing this. I need help. We pair people wanting kind of like a side hustle 
who most of them work corporate jobs right now and have just do this as like a contractor on the side um, and will have like interest in the creator space with creators based on like similar interests, good vibes, there's like interviews. And then uh, they just work with you and help you kind of lift that administrative bur- burden. So it's called Expand VA, Expand Virtual Assistant. Um, and that's what we do. So if you're interested in either side of that, DM me, reach out. Beautiful. Yeah. So take Natalie's best advice, work hard, smarter, not harder, and yep. get a virtual assistant. That is the call to action today. Absolutely. Get a virtual, is, a virtual assistant. You want some some side income. Yeah. Or become one. True. Yeah. Either <laughs> way, man, she's got some good tips here, people. I um, thank you so much. I oh, tell people where to follow you on social yeah. in case they aren't already, which you should be. We're trying to, you know, we've heard rumblings of, you know, where, where will TikTok be in a few years? Um, but follow, follow me on TikTok, Corporate Natalie, Instagram, Corporate Natalie. We're on YouTube now, Corporate Natalie, LinkedIn. You get some long form written posts from me if you're interested in that at all. Um, and Twitter, if you want my kind of random short thoughts, Twitter is Corp Natalie. All the rest are Corporate Natalie. Beautiful. Well, also in case people don't know, Corporate Natalie has amassed over 500,000 followers on TikTok and Instagram. This is not a small account. So if you're not on the boat, get on it. She's incredible. The videos are funny and heartwarming and super relatable if you've ever had a corporate job. So um, thank you so much for joining us, Natalie. We were so excited to hear what you had to say. And it was wise per what I thought it would be. Um, And to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to The Shift. 